0: When you look at Kobe Bryant, he used to walk like Mike. He used to shoot like Mike. Absolutely. He used to dribble like Mike. He used to even chew his gum like Mike. But it wasn't Mike. Yeah. It was just Kobe was inspired by Mike. Whenever we see the likeness of Michael Jordan in Kobe Bryant, it's based off of the inspiration mm. Yeah. of Michael Jordan. Yeah. And so it's the same thing with the Bible. It indeed was written by man, but it was inspired by God.
1: This is Caesar Walker, the cool, calm, collected one, and we are the Tipping Point Podcast, your source for the black male's perspective. come to our game peace and blessings beloveds we want to thank you guys for tuning in to the latest and greatest episode shout out to all of our listeners both new and old we hope you guys are having a great week on the edge of what will be a great upcoming weekend thanks again guys for just taking time out of your busy weeks to just listen to us banter and if you are a regular By now, you know, something is a little different about this particular episode, because usually by now you would have heard Gattray's voice by now. And I'm not talking about the sound clips. You would actually have heard his authentic voice. I regret to inform you that you won't be hearing that this episode because Gattray is out of town, guys. Uh, I'm sorry to tell you, but he is on vacation with the family. So we encourage vacation. Uh, amongst each other. Uh, that's very important. And Gattray is doing it even, uh, with, uh, what's going on with COVID. Listen, the only Delta that the Gattray family acknowledges is the airline in this wake of COVID. Cause nothing is going to stop them from getting on a plane and enjoying their best life. We just say to the Gattray family, be safe and enjoy yourself and get back to us. Uh and this is a first. This is definitely a first. Uh by the way, Black, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. You're here still. You you good? Yes, holding it down, forget. Holding it down, forget? That's that's some that's a lot of heavy lifting, sir. You sure you sure you're up for that? Not lifting emotionally. Oh, okay. I got you. You just hear it just present. Yes. Okay. That that will work. That will work. Uh we're doing something different. I came to Gatry about this idea. And and by the way, because he's here, this is why you're getting the podcast late because he's usually the one responsible for putting it out. So this is why you're getting it several days later, but better late than never. Also, uh, by, by now, if you've clicked on this, you know that we have a special guest. I talked to Gatry about this idea like a year ago almost. And in the event of him or I being out, I was like, listen, we need to we need to keep going like we don't just need to stop just because one person is gone is gone. So Gatch was a little resistant to it. Um, and his thing is, you know, listen, if you're out, I'm not recording. It's all right. So after he said that and I felt like a jerk for bringing it up, I let it go <laughs> until someone actually brought the idea to him. Who's a regular listener and it kind of opened his eyes to it. So for the past several weeks, I've been the one on the board and you know of course i was in training still in training but this is my first time doing the board without gatry even here so uh it was in preparation for this uh this is still a first of many because this you we have a returning guest who's our first returning guest so many of you guys know well not many of you but those of you, those of you who've been listening to us for a minute know this guy uh Can I use your government? Sure. Okay. His name is Jason McKay, uh, but he is known as LP, which stands for Like Paul. He is an author. He's a rap artist, educator, and motivational speaker. This guy has 20-plus years of working with the youth. Uh, He is definitely committed to making a strong positive impact on the next generation has a love for kids a love for people Uh, he's definitely like you think Gatry loves people no this guy right here loves people and he he's big on helping people reach their full potential um that's that's kind of like his love language that's his that's his thing that's his that's his wheelhouse um He is a stellar award nominated artist, uh, has been recognized for multiple accomplishments in the community for his talent. He is a gem of this city of Birmingham. He's I didn't, I didn't see talented barber, uh, in, in this bio you gave me, but he's an incredible barber. Um, (laughs) he's incredible. He keeps me looking, looking, looking decent. Um, devoted husband and incredible father raising three amazing young men and he's a great friend of mine so without further ado guys I want you to stand up even if you're in your car I want you to stand up and give it up for my homeboy LP what it do what it do what it do man
0: (laughs) how you doing sir man I'm doing excellent man and I'm doing so much better that i have the opportunity to be back on the tipping point
1: well we, hey, we are happy that you're back now Gatchery is a little you know he's a little tight because he, he he's a big fan of yours really a, oh yeah he thought you was amazing oh wow thought you was amazing so uh he's awesome too he is yeah he is he is this is not gonna be the same without him but we're gonna press on <laughs> we're gonna make it do what it do no doubt uh for those who don't know you man like like paul what what made you early on in your of course you are a devout uh can we call can we say christian how would you how would you describe it um uh believer he is a believer (laughs) (laughs) he is definitely a believer uh what made you adopt the name like paul because you got into the artistry hip-hop artistry early on in your walk what made you adopt that name
0: well um when when i was in college in the phenomenal historic miles college uh (laughs) I (laughs) i can remember um me and my roommate um we would read the bible and you know we would ask each other, man, who you compare yourself to in the Bible? You know, he like, man, I compare myself to David, because David was a man after God's own heart. And I'm like, man, okay, well, I compare myself to Paul, because Paul, you know, he was that dude, and he set order, and he made things happen. And so, I can remember doing that, so whenever I started doing the music, you know, it was like, okay, I gotta come up with a rap name. You know, I was like, well, I could just use my name, Jason, you know? <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, I don't think that's gonna... <laughs> that's not very rappy <laughs> so i was like okay well what i'm gonna call myself you know um i compare myself to paul um apostle paul okay ap i was like nah, no, ap uh like paul lp and i talked to some of my friends you know what i'm saying at at, at school i was like should i use ap or lp and he was like i think we should go with lp i was like yeah all right my rap name is LP, like Paul. So that's where that came about.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Now you you are also served as a youth pastor. Absolutely. Once upon a time, and definitely a minister. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't look like a minister though. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you don't you don't have the look, you know, you know, people have this image of what a minister looks like. Yeah. Talk to me about how important it is to not look or have the look of, but to be yourself. Okay. That's, that's one of the things I've noticed about you. You have, even though everyone's, no one's perfect. You as because we're close and we're friends, you've opened up to me some things, weaknesses and things about yourself, no but you have always struck me as someone who is comfortable with themselves. Absolutely. Talk about how important that is in terms of, of what you do as an artist and as a minister.
0: Well, you know, the, the scriptures say be wise as a serpent, but harmless as a dove. Yeah. And so, you know, the wisdom, you know, with people, when they hear minister, immediately they think about the guy, you know, with the robe and the jerry curl and you know what I'm saying he get he drives a <laughs> Cadillac and he's taking advantage of people and stuff like that. So whenever, you know, I present myself and I if I present myself as minister immediately their mind goes to that right Right. and then if i dress according to what they know of as minister that stir up a lot of negative emotions based off of the stereotypical images that have been placed in media for ministers and things of that nature so i made sure you know i wanted to be relatable Mm -hmm. and so um I stay connected with pop culture and trends and things of that nature. How people are dressing and stuff like that, and I do that, and I'm and I'm still able to maintain my uh, integrity of who I am. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, even though I may dress a certain way, I might you know look like I'm a straight up dope boy, but I'm not finna come across as a dope boy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm still a nice guy and I'm going to smile and you you can go catch a mean mug on my face. You get what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, I think that's very important, man. You know what I'm saying? Um
1: um so I mean, I don't know if that answers your yeah, question. Yeah, it does. It, does. it does. It does cuz cuz you don't want to come off as gimmicky. Right. You know what I mean? There right. there has to be some level of, authentic, you know, authenticity with it. So, and I and I think you just from my observation of you, you've done a a good job of that because obviously the the youth takes to you. And if anyone can spot out a fake, <laughs> it's the youth. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right. So so t- talk about just how talk about w- like, have you always been geared towards the youth and the younger generation? Or, or is that something that as you as you've grown in your walk, like that's something that you've seen any importance in? Man, actually, in the beginning, you know, I was
0: kind of pigeon like in the beginning of when I started embracing the idea that I am a minister, um, I was kind of pigeonholed and, you know, just pushed off as just somebody who can work with you. But in the beginning of my walk in the church, I had this extreme desire to be accepted by the church and affirmed by the church, wherein I really didn't get that acceptance so to speak because again I came in you know I got saved you know I was 20 years old you know what I'm saying and so Mm -hmm. I'm in college and you know I tried to go to church with what I you know come as I am right and that wasn't accepted at all and so I got a lot of pushback a lot of rejection and things of that nature so I began to try to fix it and try to you know okay well let me let me dress let me let me wear more suits you know let me uh you know if i'm gonna go up and speak you know i'm gonna I'm put a, a a blazer on you know and talk and you know what i'm saying just to be accepted and received you know by the church so in the midst of me doing that i kind of lost myself and i was like i found myself no longer uh attempting to be appealing to the youth and so, you know, I, I kind of lost my identity in the midst of that, you know, because I was trying my best to just be accepted by the church. And, the, you know, when I say the church, I'm talking about the older generation, you know, um, and and I, I kind of lost myself. But I came to a place like, hold on, wait a minute. Man, I'm finna do me, man. I, you know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I'm, I'm finna do me. You know, I'm finna start back wearing my jerseys. I'm finna start. This is back when we was wearing uh, throwback jerseys and you know tall tees and yeah. NBA headbands and oversized fitted caps. You know, back back then around that era. Yeah, it, we I, don't I, do that anymore. No. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no.
0: no it, it, people are kind of wearing like more fitted clothes now. So.
1: Uh, yeah, they are. Yeah. they but are.
0: When we was wearing tall tees, they were like, you know, you would wear like a five x shirt that would come down to, your to knee.
1: your knee. Yeah. <laughs> so I need to go shopping. Is what you're telling me? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was, that. This was no, Goodwill. You ain't got no tall tees. <laughs> that was back in 2004.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you good, man? No, they it, got me. I mean, they didn't know it, but like they said something that like cut me deep one time. It was like what they're yeah, talking about somebody that had like some boot cut jeans. I'm like, <laughs>
1: okay, yeah, man, I guess I need to get rid of my boot cut jeans. Yeah, you can't you can't
0: do boot boot cut anymore. It's
1: did we hit you with a straight bullet,
0: man? Y'all cut me deep. <laughs> <laughs> either, either slim or skinny. No more boot cut. Okay. <laughs> I'll just, what do I wear in my boots, though? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> now, if you wear your boots, then you wear your boot cut.
1: No, you don't even do it then, okay? You just text me and I'll give you, I'll, 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 I'll help you with that, all right? Fashion emergency. Yes. Yeah. I, you will not be out here in these streets with boot cut jeans calling yourself my homeboy. You can't do that. That will not happen. Yeah. Okay? But if
0: you have to do that, I will accept you. I will accept you too, but I'm
1: just going to be like, bruh. <laughs>
0: What are you doing? You have a special prayer for me? I
1: probably would. <laughs> I so, so let so let's talk about this, man. Let's it's you 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 mentioned your struggles. Yeah. Just being accepted. Yeah. Right? Like is you you have a you you're a believer, you have a walk. That's that's already a challenge in and of itself, right? Absolutely. But then there's this other side where you, there's this need for community. There's this need for fellowship. It was kind of a hit or miss with you just trying to be yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. Does that pretty much describe the struggle of a young person trying to have their own walk?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you, you you have to, you have, there's this cookie cutter thing that we experience in the church Mm. to where, you know, um, and for the people that's listening, I'm not throwing off on any particular church. I'm definitely not throwing off on our local church that we attend. Right. I'm just saying in general because I was in various churches on a consistent basis, right. but across the board, uh, you know, w- w- I just wanted to. I was I was a hundred percent sure that I was on the right team, mm-hmm. as far as with me being in the body of Christ, me being in the church but because of the lack of rejection you know um i mean it was times i I can remember my first time being on a uh a poster i was so excited about being a part of this event i'm on the poster Mm -hmm. and i remember when i got there uh i was there early and they they opened the door they looked like i'm like yeah i'm here i'm one of the performers tonight and they looked me up and down. You're, you're, uh, This is at a church. Yeah. Okay. They looked me up and down, like perform where? I was, I'm like at this event. I was like, hold on one second. Like they went and found somebody, talked to him or whatever, came back. Okay, come on. Took me in the green room, and with the rest of the artists and stuff like that. And you know, I'm having a ball. And you know, it's 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 other believers. So I'm out there. I'm talking about. Hey man, I had my quiet time this morning. this is what God spoke to me and I got my Bible out and I'm talking I'm praying for folks and I'm, ta- I'm going in I'm enjoying myself, right? Yeah and the whole time, you know they you know artists going out to perform, artists going out to perform and before you know it, I'm in there by myself and they come in like, um, we're gonna let you go up uh, after the featured speaker. And then, you know, uh, and then you, 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 can do your thing then. Well, the feature speaker, you know, everybody's falling out under the power and he's prophesying to everybody. And there's a line all the way out of the church for people to get prayed for.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: they come back to me. He's like, Hey, uh, since the spirit is moving, we are not going to be able to let you perform tonight, but at our next event, we're going to call you. Wow. And I'm just standing there just broken. Yeah. And, uh, Somebody that was there, they knew me and they came to me afterwards and, like, um, they didn't let you perform because they said that you look too worldly, mm. and that just hurt my little feelings, man. Yeah, and so that's when I begin to, you know, I'm like, man, whatever I gotta do, man, to get the people in the church to accept me, I'm willing to do that. Yeah. And so, in the process of me doing that, I lost myself, I started getting accepted. Man, it, it felt good, you know, going and performing, and, and you know, Shirley Caesar is like this young man. He's a, he's a nice looking young man, and he, you know, he don't look all, you know what I'm saying? And, right, and, and, right, right, You know, the church ladies. He's a he's a clean looking rapper. I like him. He's a clean looking rapper. <laughs> you know, saying stuff like he's a clean looking rapper. I'm like,
1: wow, oh, they, they accept
0: me. They Not like me.
1: Kinda. <laughs> <laughs> That's it.
0: Based off of what I experienced yeah. in the past, yeah, man, that was that, was, man, was yeah. like water in the desert, yeah. the yeah. The, the church like me now, wow. You know, I mean, just just crazy stuff, man. I'm doing interviews, and you know, the they're trying to convince me that what I do is not ministry. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, <laughs> one particular time, and it was so crazy. The guy is interviewing me, and I guess he put in his mind, "I'm finna show everybody that this, this rap mess, <laughs> this is not of the Lord." He 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 say, "Uh, so, uh, LP, um, you know, camera running, bro, camera running, hot mic, and his LP, you know, uh, people, you know, everybody, we as believers, we have our struggles that we deal with, you know." some you know secret issues secret sins that we may be dealing with what would something like that be for you i looked at the camera i said i'm glad you asked because you know one of the things that i tend to struggle with is a grasshopper mentality you remember when the children of israel they were assigned to you know 12 spies were supposed to go out and the scripture says that 10 of them came back with an evil report and the evil report was they said we be not able -hmm. To possess the land. That was an evil report. And then he said we were in our eyesight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their eyesight as grasshoppers. You know, so the way they seen themselves, they thought that the people saw how they seen saw themselves and they had a grasshopper mentality. You know, I know we quote we quote the scripture, I'm the head, not the tail, I'm above only and not beneath. I'm the lender not the bar. We say all the right scriptures, but at the end of the day, do we truly believe that we are the light of the world? Do we truly believe that we are the salt of the earth? And sometimes I struggle with that. And that's kind of, you know, what I deal with at times. And he was like, (laughs) (laughs) okay. (laughs) Oh, well, okay. Well, that's the, you know, we can wrap that up. Thank you so very much, LP. But he was trying to jam me up, man. You know, and and now.
1: Trying to embarrass you. you? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Basically seemed like uh, it people if you don't look the part you don't have substance no no so so help me out then what would you say has been the impact of that with the younger generation people our age and younger in terms of their commitment to the church today i mean what 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 has that resulted in
0: it, it resulted in like whenever i'm attempting to encourage people to go to church or Come to church with me. The response is, "I don't have no church clothes," Mm. and I'm like, "Dude, you can wear what you got on." No, uh -uh, I can't do that. I'm like, "Bro, you look, you see what I got on? This is how I dress at church." Oh no, man, you disrespecting the Lord. I'm like, "What do you mean?" (laughs) And then after you have the conversation, is because they got beat up on growing up that you have to, you know, you got to respect the Lord's house and you got to have your suit on and you got to have a tie on and you got to have on your church shoes and you know you don't disrespect the house of the lord by coming in you know what i'm saying does that
1: sound familiar black very familiar (laughs) Mm. okay
0: (laughs) so people have been beat up by that and so you know um i've been grateful that at our local church you know i'm saying you know you come to church how you you know
1: lp it does there's a one of the pictures he tagged me on Facebook, we standing in the main lobby with our J's on. <laughs> Ripped up jeans. All that. All Chilling. That. Yes. Just had church. Yes. <laughs> All that.
0: And 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 I purposely do that. And like I get on social media. Like when I'm headed to church, I'm yeah. you know, I put my, you know, whatever. Tennis shoes I got on, kicks of the day, hashtag church shoes. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. you know, when I'm walking into church, I do a little quick little wipe down with the, you know, to see, show the, you know, the <laughs> video of me what I got on, you know, yeah. and I'm purposely posting that, yeah. showing people like, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? If you fly like, you feel me, you like to get dripped out, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Come to church like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And for the people that
1: have a problem with you coming to church like that, they have a problem. Yeah, not it's, you. It's the older generation. I I have been um I have been approached like about about that before. I don't know if I told you. Oh yeah, I ain't gonna say who it is, but yeah. Um, <laughs> who is it? <laughs> well, since you asked, nah. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, because wow. you know, again, you you seem you you know, I'm very adaptable. Absolutely, you know what I mean. I can absolutely suit. And I can clean up with the best of them. Absolutely, but I can also. He can, yeah. yeah, I can I can do it Facts. right.
0: You so, gotta know what you're doing to do both,
1: right? But in doing in doing the the ripped jeans, the the jays, yeah. the whatnot, and because of what I do at church, I'm kind of you know yeah seen Absolutely. right. So I I have had someone say, hey, you know, in referencing older people, you know, you have looked, you come across as this polished guy. This da 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 da. <laughs> And I'm thinking to myself, you do know the past over there with some ripped jeans too, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Did you miss that part? You gonna you gonna say something to him about it? No. Right. So right. I I have I have to, and and it's with the older generation because they came from a time where that was
0: shunned. Absolutely.
1: And I and I think that they they. You know, I think sometimes when culture... We, we have rules, and we're going to talk about this, because I lo- it's something that you said. We're going to get to it later. But it's a cultural thing. Absolutely. And oftentimes, people don't know when cultures have shifted. Mm. Right? And you're trying to force culture on people who have their own culture. Right? And you end up, if you're not careful, pushing them out the door. hmm You know? Yep. So <laughs> yep. I think that's something that's very... I see it with older generations for sure. And I'm hoping that we don't get that way. But, you know, when as we get older, that we let the young kids cook and do their own little thing. Absolutely. Because they got their own. They look different than we do. Absolutely. So we have to be open to that. We got to be open to
0: the kid with one side of his hair is purple. The yeah. other side is silver. Yeah. Like, that's just how they do things
1: well listen you you uh since you've been on you wrote you have you've you said you're an author i've I've introduced you as an author you wrote your first book yes uh i definitely definitely want to congratulate you on that
0: thank you sir it's
1: an amazing book i have it we're going to make sure Black gets it because uh, everyone and, and Gat's going to gonna get it. Yes. Uh, my thoughts, ideas, and suggestions for the Bible, the church, and religion. Mm. This is a very necessary book because we're in the information, uh, information age. Absolutely. And there's a lot of voices. Yes. Out there. Yes. Not all of the voices are voices we need to be listening to. Right? Absolutely. What made you want to write this book at this moment? Well, um...
0: It started out man me just collecting my thoughts you know and i've been collecting my thoughts since like 2004 mm. and um you know i i have like so much information of me collecting you know keeping a journal and you know what i'm saying whenever i you know read the bible i always i'm gonna read i'm gonna study and i'm gonna do a commentary on what i just read because it's like this was really good i gotta document this this is good and so um in the process of collecting all this data i'm like okay i have to do something with this stuff you know and so that's when i begin to do this book and as you can see uh this is part one the bible Um, The reason why I didn't put them all together is because if I would have put them all together, it would have been about 500 pages. Uh And so so I had to split it up. Um, But yeah, man, uh, with so many people having their truths and that's the thing. Now You know, so many people having their truths. And um, I, as I stated earlier, I'm a believer. Uh, You know, I'm saying I believe in Jesus. I believe that the Bible is the inspired word of God everybody don't believe that right you get what i'm saying and so because everybody don't believe that i cannot communicate what i'm saying to you as though this is the truth for you 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 and me and everybody else i can't communicate it like that this is what i believe and so the information that i'm going to share with you this is going to be my thoughts just my thoughts you know my ideas And my suggestions, you know, I'm I'm not, I can't tell you what to do. You grown, but this is just a suggestion, you know.
1: Do you think that's where we go wrong? I don't think That we don't, that we don't suggest it. I think, I think, I I guess when I say we. Oh, from that perspective. Oh yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's not a suggestion. It's judgment. Facts. You know what I mean? And, And I think, I think people feel the judgment. Yeah coming yeah. from us when we do give people insight from the bible
0: right and that's the reason that's one reason why so many people uh have such an issue with the bible yeah and you know and this is the reason why you know i'm not coming across like i'm gonna bust your head this is what it is you know what i'm saying i was like I, wait 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 it's just my thoughts yeah just my ideas and my <sighs> suggestions about this
1: you and I mean, listen, man. We have conversations just about every time <laughs> I, I sit in your chair at the barbershop. Is we we talk about whatever's going on in our minds, absolutely. And we you know we've had conversations because again, there's many voices. There there are many, like you said, truths. There are many different ways, absolutely, right? And we talk about people who have taken different paths, and some of these people in their journey. Mm have looked back and shot, shot back at the yes. Bible. right? Yes. And a lot of the issues that people have with the average Christian or believer don't really have an answer for, which is why I think this book is very timely because it unpacks a lot of these, uh, what I call allegations and accusations against the Bible. Absolutely. Being which, is that the Bible was written by man? Yes. Talk to us about, and, I, and I, again, I love the analogy you gave with the driver's manual and, and the whatnot. I want you to kind of uh, elaborate on that and talk about why that is not a valid crit- critique or criticism from your perspective of the Bible. Well, you know, with them bringing
0: about, you know, you know, you claiming that that's God's word, but a man wrote that, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, yeah. you know, it's it is inspired by God. Man wrote based off of inspiration, right? You know, and so whenever we look at it from that perspective, you know, um, I, I gave the illustration about Kobe Bryant. Yes. And Michael Jordan Yes Okay So When you look at Kobe Bryant Kobe Bryant He used to Walk like Mike He used to Shoot like Mike Absolutely Used to dribble like Mike He used to even Chew his gum like Mike He he, he had to swagger like Mike Everything Yeah But it wasn't Mike Yeah It was just Kobe was inspired by Mike Right So whenever we see the likeness of Michael Jordan in Kobe Bryant it's based off of the inspiration Mm, of Michael Jordan. Yeah. And so it's the same thing with the Bible. It indeed was written by man, but it was inspired by God. So, yes, that may be man's writings. But it was when you look at those writings and the information that's in there. You're gonna see God. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it's like I'm not trying to push away with the fact that it's written by man. Yeah, it is written by man. But so is all the other information that you read. Right. right. So why do I have to shy away from this information because it was written by man? You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. So so that's that's a that's a very, you know, shallow argument that people tend to have. And I and I help them to understand that, you know, with it being inspired by God. When you take the information And you apply the principle Of the information And the principle brings about positive results You get what I'm saying Like why would you have a problem with that right. <laughs> You right. see what I'm saying right. And and so if I have Applied the biblical principles If I have applied the biblical narrative And have gotten positive results Why would you have a problem with that Right. But see the issue is The, the, the fact of the matter is It's not that Uh people really have a problem with the Bible. It's just that because of certain negative circumstances that they may have experienced, whether it be in church, whether it be in their personal lives and you know, they like, okay, well, where was God when this happened? Right. Where was God when that happened? And so out of their grief, their disappointment or their loss that they experienced, this is, you know what? I'm angry with God. So because they can't punch God, because they can't slap God, because they can, you know what I'm saying? Their idea is I'm going to make the people who represent God, I'm going to make their life a living hell.
1: Let let me ask you this because you said something and I don't want to make sure we 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 talk about that. Do you think that that is also the byproduct of the fact that we have given people the wrong expectation of God in a <laughs> sense yes uh because we again we, we we know we know God's will for our lives right but there's this expectation that his will while it's good for us is automatic.
0: Ah, there we go. And
1: it gets in and, and it gets into the whole point of God being orchestrated, being in control and we can just put God, put our lives on cruise control. Absolutely. Jesus take the wheel and it's just gonna happen automatically. And when things happen to us, you know, where was God? Blah, Absolutely.
0: Blah, blah, blah absolutely is is
1: that something that i think we've taught in error
0: we have we have um and 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 one reason why we have done that we have to understand that when we look at the concept of church and how we've done church i'm not throwing off on church i promise you i'm not i'm just giving an explanation on why we're believers no doubt no doubt and
1: black just kidding
0: (laughs) you have to understand this This is a cultural thing that we're dealing with Mm. from the perspective of dating back. When we look at slavery, right? During slavery. Another one of my questions I was going to ask you. So (laughs) so go ahead. We're going to deal with that. So (laughs) you got this guy who was put up there by the slave master and these, the people that are in this church, they cannot read and more than likely the preacher cannot read either. So the only thing that they could do was stir up the people by giving them hope. You get what I'm saying? You picking all this cotton, you getting beat, you got all this stuff going on. But just hold on to God's unchanging hand. God is going to do this. God is going to do that for you. God is going to do that. So that's the only thing that they had for the most part. And you had people who formed personal relationships with God where they were able to Get the necessary results that they desired for but on the flip side a lot of the people they just was like okay the man said we gonna is everything gonna be all right so they got their dose of Novocaine to numb the pain you know what I'm saying and they was able to continue on and so even to this day for the most part we we, we given the people hope. You know what I'm saying? God gonna bless you. God gonna prosper you. God gonna give you do- an emotional shot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you yeah. you in a situation where, you know what I'm saying, your rent is due, you know what I'm saying? You don't have money for food. You don't have, you know what I'm saying? So you hearing this guy saying, you know, God gonna bless you. God, whoo, that hope. Yeah. I got hope. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. dose of Nova came. you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so there's this thing back then, you know, what I'm saying the people was the, the, the preachers wasn't able to study the Bible and they didn't have biblical commentaries and they didn't have, you know, what I'm saying all those things to really break it down to to give the people, and you know, again, and the people couldn't read. So time passed, Jim Crow, things that people still, you know, just depend on the preacher to get up there and, you know, say what they need to hear. And then and that's it. You know what I'm saying? And unfortunately, not all preachers. Not all preachers A lot of preachers is like I'm just going to give you enough To keep you coming back You know what I'm saying I, I, You know I'm not going to give you everything You feel me Because if I give you everything It's a great possibility You're going to grow and take my job mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying Or it's a possibility You're going to grow And you ain't going to need me no more you see what I'm saying? So, yeah. so I'm just gonna give you enough to keep you coming back. You know what I mean? I mean that's just, I'm not throwing off on anybody in particular, but I'm just giving the this is the real, real talk.
1: I think it's necessary because I think people who probably are distant from church based off of their experiences need to hear somebody speak to that in a way that's not condemning facts right so i i think that's important and i think getting back to people's issues with the bible because the i guess mentioning the mention of the bible is triggering yes to those individuals because immediately they go right back to their experience absolutely right and their experiences Whatever they were Were not good
0: Absolutely in They fairness They watched uh, They watched their, 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 their parents Get taken advantage of yeah. They watched uh, You know what I'm saying The people in leadership You know uh, Doing everything under the sun you know what I'm saying, and then turn around and beat up on them, the the, the people, and tell them they going to hell. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and and yeah. then that's the biggest thing that a lot of people they have been traumatized by the concept of them having to go to hell, and yeah. so with that trauma, you know what I mean. They like, you know what, if 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 you know, because they 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 may have something that they struggling with in their personal life, you know. Whether it be sexually, whether it be, you know, some kind of habit or something, and they were beat up, like you going to hell if you do this. You're going to hell. You're gonna burn in hell. Or That's what,
1: even the simple stuff. That, you wear pants yes, or you, you know it, what I mean? If, yeah. If you, if pants, yeah. If
0: you're a woman and you wearing pants, you're going to hell. If you're a woman and you putting makeup on, you're going to hell. Um, like people have been beat up with that so bad to where they like, you know what? Forget it. I'm going you know what? I've been repressing this for so long, and you know they become like a, a volcano. And to get past the guilt and shame of their actions, they have their response have been to shoot the Bible down pop, 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 and deal with it. Uh, you know that's the slave religion the white man taught you that to keep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's been their yeah. ability to appease uh, or, or to get rid of the. The, the the shame and the guilt that they have of partaking in the thing that they were told that they're going to hell for
1: right so this is something that i've been seeing a lot of people referencing scriptures that talks about slavery right right and again this is something that a, some believers they see it and they don't want no smoke with that <laughs> Right. I just want to stick, stay with John 316. Yeah, I'm just, that's, I'm just that's try- all they know. I'm just trying to read this track to you, my brother. Right. Oh, um, <laughs> so like what, what, what is your thoughts on uh those comments, man? Like, does was the, was the Bible used or was the Bible, does the Bible endorse slavery? Um.
0: Whenever you look at, and I, I try to help people understand, when you look at the Bible and it's talking about slavery, all right. It's not talking about transatlantic slave trade slavery, okay? When the Bible is talking about slavery, it's literally talking about what we would consider a nine to five. You see what I'm saying? If you know, if you you would be put in slavery if you know you owe a debt and you can't pay the debt. You know, your children would be sold as slaves. You know what I'm saying? And whenever you sold as a slave, I mean you you cleaning up around the house you you know you're doing farm work you know what i'm saying you you making sure the house is straight and this is that and the other and this is the reason why you know a lot of the the africans whenever they they the transatlantic slave trade was taking place you know they was like oh yeah we want some slaves oh, okay yeah yeah we yeah we got a few people you know some prisons of war here we can say y'all this they didn't know that they were selling them into the transatlantic slave trade what we've learned about pertaining to you know what i'm saying the horrors and you know all that stuff that took they didn't know that they thought you know slaves was somebody like you would move them in into your house like put them in the back house you know what i'm saying and you you feed them every day you know what i'm saying you take good care of them they doing work you feel me so that's what so whenever the bible talks about the scriptures talk about uh slaves obey your masters now let's get real explicit in that because the king james version don't even say slaves it say servants slaves didn't come in, come into play in the bible until like the 1900s right you, you get what i'm saying right. so it says servants obey your masters and it breaks it down and if and people look at that and they're like whoa, whoa you know why what okay if you keep reading it's gonna say and you masters you do also you know what i'm saying right. so the way i told you masters you know serve i mean slaves or servants the way i told you to reverence your masters masters you got to reverence your slaves the same way yeah and you can't be doing threatening or beating them and all that other stuff right but you, you know what i'm saying but if people don't read the whole thing they're not gonna get that you know jesus called his disciples in in the translations that they're using called his disciples his slaves and, and, you know, this, is, you know, in the scripture, he said, I no longer call you my slaves, but I call you my friends because a slave don't know what his master is doing. But I've told you everything my father is doing. Right. You see what I'm saying? So if we're going to use that, you know, and did you see Jesus lynching, <laughs> burning, right. beating, threatening? You know what I'm saying? They didn't right. do none of that. You get what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, again, the the, the the Bible is a very old book, Right. And we're trying to read it through the eyeglasses of our culture, of our culture right? when it's just not going to fit. And so this is the reason why we have to do research on the culture in which this was being talked about. So if you do research on the culture at that time when it was talking about servants and masters and this is that and the other, you'll see that it's no different from your boss at your job. You know what I'm saying? Your supervisor would be considered your master. Right. You see what I'm saying? And you doing the work that you doing at your job, you will be considered a slave.
1: Right. Right. I think the two, I think too, we have to understand that you have biblical principles, but you also have the Bible takes account of different times where you're in different cultures. Absolutely. And they're having to weave in those principles to address certain cultural things in the Bible. Absolutely. When it talks about that servants obeying their masters, you know, our, 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 our pastor does a masterful job of describing it. He's slowly trying to unravel that type of system. Absolutely. Built upon mutual respect. You can't have mutual respect and the type of slavery that most people have become accustomed to in the, in, in the U S absolutely. Right. If there's mutual respect, then I have to treat you the way I would want to be treated, which means absolutely. I can't whip you. Absolutely. I can't hang you because I wouldn't want you doing that to me. Right. And that's what Paul was talking about in that scripture is mutual respect. Mm. And we can understand context by conversation. We know good and well when we hear people take a snippet of something, whether it be the news media or whatever, they'll take a snippet and we already know, uh uh-uh, uh, hold up. They said more than that, man. They said more than that. Like, you, 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 da, 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 da. We're doing the same thing with the Bible because it, it wasn't written in chapter and verse. It nope. was a continuous, most people don't even know that. No. Nope. Like the, when the Bible was written, it was just words. Right. And some translators came in years later and was like, yo, we need to put a we need to split this up. This is a chapter. Right. We need to put a a verse right here. Okay, this is good. This is a whole book. We're gonna pick the rest up and start. You know what I mean? Most people don't know that. Most people don't even know that the Bible wasn't originally written in English. Right. Facts. (laughs) Facts. (laughs) Facts.
0: For those of you that don't know, the Bible was not originally <laughs> written in English. It was right. written in Greek, Hebrew, and Aramaic, and they translated it. The Old Testament was Hebrew. New Testament was Greek and Aramaic. They had to translate it from Hebrew, Greek, and Aramaic into English. Which, and then, in and the, then the process, you got to study because a lot of words that you read, yes. there was mistranslations, <laughs> and a lot of the words that you read in it don't mean what you think it mean you have to do the study so that you can find out so saying all that to say i tell people all the time you cannot critique the bible if you've not studied it right. because you can't you get what i'm saying like i can't watch them i can't watch a movie uh just a, a just the trailer
1: and i critique the movie based off the trailer so you telling me you're telling me then if i grew up in church that in and of itself isn't enough to critique the bible no even if i grew up in church and had to go to church every sunday in sunday school no wow
0: because a lot of them folks that were talking to you in sunday school and across the (laughs) pulpit they didn't even know the bible (laughs) you're not wrong
1: (laughs) i'm just being honest man i'm just
0: being honest
1: you're not wrong so again, we're just we're just addressing some of the issues and problems people have with church and with the Bible, right? Mm. And let's talk about prosperity. Ah, let's talk about prosperity, right? Um that is a we we'd already talked about slavery being very triggering for our people. Mm-hmm. And that was a time where that was a wave where like prosperity was big and booming. And now we've kind of people have begin to distance themselves from it or we we've criticized is it's, it's criticized. We even criticize pastors who have large uh, congregations. We call them what? Mega churches. Right. You know what I mean? And, and, and you can hear you can hear the judgment. Right. <laughs> when they say mega church. Right. Right. So it's already implied that man, this dude up here taking advantage of the folks. Right. You know. Um, why do you think we struggle so much with with in and, and, and I love I love, again you you talk about this in a particular part of your book where you talk about how from a cultural standpoint, years after the Bible was written. It was culture, right, to take a vow of poverty. Yes, yes, and that that culture, that mentality, that approach, continued throughout time. Absolutely. <laughs> so talk so talk about how we are we are doing things that aren't necessarily biblical, but cultural.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. It, over here i talk about that in in page 92 um you know we're talking about prosperity you know you know a lot of the people you know in that in 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 that uh era in you know catholicism and things of that nature um they they took vows of poverty and they became hermits you know, and in this, you know, this was considered holiness and righteousness. And you know what I'm saying? In all religious figures, they did this, right? And so as time continued on, there's this ideology that was formed about religious leaders that they are to po- they are supposed to live like this. You know what I'm saying? Where they have little or no means, you know what I'm saying? They have just the bare necessities and because that, that that's how a religious leader is supposed to look, that's how they're supposed to live, and things of that nature. So time is passing by and people are getting involved in the church um, where they are coming to the, the the conclusion, I think God wants me to have a little more than this. you know what I'm saying and then when you look at when the mega church came on the scene yeah all that was was people was in corporate america and they seen how corporate america was running you know the civil rights movement had passed and black people was getting into corporate america more regular and the ministers was working in corporate america corporate america they looking like hold on they running it this way and they wow what if we ran the church like this Uh and they just begin to implement it based off of culture cultural shift you know what i'm saying uh the the paradigm shifted and they like okay we can run it like this and and keep the church open often and we can have staff and you know what i'm saying this and the other and and in the process of doing that there was things were a lot more orderly Things yeah. were You know business was being handled And right. you get what I'm saying People were more excellent People were more prompt And you know what I'm saying Anytime you have order And things of that nature You're going to have growth and increase
1: right.
0: You get what I'm saying So whenever people started seeing that And they're like wait a minute Hold on And then people started reading the Bible And they're like hold on wait a minute You know the the the, the poor man's wisdom is despised And his words are not heard Hmm. So okay wait a minute you know god has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant the blessing of the lord maketh it rich and adds no sorrow uh-huh. i am come that you may have life have it more abundantly and god is able to make all grace abound toward you that you having all sufficiency and all things that you may abound to every good work right Charge those that are rich in this world That they be not high minded nor trust in uncertain riches But trust in the living God Who gives us richly all things
1: Right
0: That we may do good Be rich in good works Willing to distribute Ready to communicate So you know what I'm saying Once people really begin to read the Bible And see this Like wow So this whole time We've been tripping (laughs) You know And so when people begin to implement those Well what about Jesus Jesus was a poor man Hold on wait a minute he had disciples some of his disciples had hired servants how many poor people you know got hired servants right okay okay well well whenever they was at the feast and judas was about to do what he did he got up and the bible says and judas had the bag right Judas had the bag. Lord have mercy. <laughs>
1: but, but, poor people don't have a treasure. No,
0: they don't they don't have nobody <laughs> managing their fight. And the Bible says, and they thought that he was going to buy something for the feast or give to the poor. How many poor people buy food for a feast? How many poor people give to the poor? Right. So these are the people, you know what I'm saying? Right. Whenever Jesus went to the cross and they took his robe, they was, you know, taking everything. Gambling for it. They, they shooting dice. for his garment
1: yeah come on man so you know
0: this is like
1: yeah and i love i love the towards towards the end of his assignment his three year uh his uh 30 years uh on on the earth or 33 years i think three-year ministry towards the end with the disciples he mentioned he's like listen while you were with me i'm paraphrasing did you lack anything no so these men were with this guy for three years, and didn't lack anything. And these guys were professional people. They, in other no, they were yes, they had more demands than the regular person because they were already well off. Absolutely. Did you lack anything? No. <laughs> poor people, poor people ain't got it like this. But because of
0: the narrative that we have been presented. Like, for an example, uh, whenever they talk about the the three wise men that came to Jesus when he was a baby, mm-hmm. so they present these images of these three men, these three kings that came, and they had you know a little bag of frankincense, a little bag of myrrh, and a little bag of no. The Bible didn't say nothing about three. Wise men. Right. It was a whole bunch of kings. Did you know they're black? It. <laughs> that's not what we say around Christmas time. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's yeah. the lie they told us. Yeah, that's but, that's, that's the but propaganda. The they The Bible taught. said nothing <laughs> about three wise men. It was they was deep. It, it was some kings. They was coming in in culture, you got to study culture of kings. When kings come into another king's territory, they bring gifts. Right. And their idea is to drop a load on you. You know what I'm saying? This is the reason why when the Queen of Sheba came to visit Solomon, she brought a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. And even in modern history, when you look at King Mansa Musa, King Mansa Musa, he was traveling all over the world just dropping gold off. Just, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Just, you know, just and they like, man, who is this dude with all this gold? With all, you know, that's the culture of a king. You feel me? Whenever you go into royalty, you got to come on with it. You yeah. feel me? And so anyway, you know, them wise men came and they dropped gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Jesus had the bag as a baby. Right. <laughs> you
1: see what I'm saying? Like yeah, like
0: seriously, yeah. you know, he was good. So yeah.
1: So what what since since we know that the Bible does talk about it and it's not it's not a game, it's not a gimmick. What does that look like? Like as as how do how does the church walk the fine line, and what is the true message of prosperity? What's the end game with prosperity?
0: The end game is simply you know God wants you to be blessed spiritually, socially, financially, mentally, and emotionally. You know what I'm saying? Got- so according to the Bible, it's more than just money. Absolutely. Gotcha. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You know my my you know. God's will is that you, you know what I'm saying, that you be blessed, you know what I'm saying, abundantly in all areas of your life. Because you got people, you know, you got to think about it. The wealthiest, some of the wealthiest people in the world, those are the number one people to call, you know, that are committing suicide. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And, you know, so money is not the, you know what I'm saying, that should never be the focal point of prosperity. You know what I'm saying? You need to be prosperous in your soul. That's your mind, your will, and your emotions. You need to be prosperous socially. You know what I'm saying? Where you know the people that you're connected to, you know what I'm saying, you ain't gotta worry about whether they trying to kill you or try to harm you. You get what I'm saying? You gotta be prosperous in your relationships, you know, with your children and your relationship with your spouse. You know what I'm saying? You can have a big old mountain of money, but the woman that you with. You know what I'm saying? She hates your guts. And you know what I'm saying? She's sleeping with the gardener. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She
1: just sees you as an ATM.
0: Absolutely. That's
1: her relationship to you.
0: Absolutely. You know? you know what I'm saying? So prosperity is far more than just money. You know what I'm saying? And so we have to get a proper assessment of what prosperity is all about. You know what I'm saying? You know, God said he wish you prosperous and be in good health. Even as your soul prospers, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, all those areas, you know, physically, you know what I'm saying? We got to be prosperous, you know what I'm saying? In our physical body, we got to exercise, we got to eat right. We got to take care of our body, you know, that's prosperous. Health is wealth, you know what I mean? So we've bought into the idea that people who are quote unquote preaching prosperity are only talking about money
1: or money, money hungry.
0: Right, right.
1: What, but, but what is the, what, what's the, Cause I believe there's a bigger end game.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't even answer yeah, the question. Yeah, My bad. Yeah. No, My bad. you good.
1: You good? You know, the, the purpose of
0: us being prosperous is in and, and being blessed is so that we can be a blessing. That's that's the end game right there. So you
1: that, can't you can't you can't bless anybody if you don't have it, right?
0: Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. You know, this is the reason why when God told Abraham, he said, I'm gonna bless you. I'm gonna make your name great.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you shall be a blessing. So the purpose of you being blessed And the purpose of you having a great name Or another translation said I'm going to make your name famous So the purpose of your you having a degree of fame Whether it be in your, just in your sphere of influence Or whether it be a major amount of fame The purpose of that is I, I'm going to bless you And that word bless means to empower to prosper So I'm going to bless you I'm going to make your name great And you shall be a blessing yeah, that's the whole purpose of you being blessed and having a great name, so that you can be a blessing. You know what I'm saying? So you got a lot of people. I just want to be comfortable. You know, I don't. I don't need all that. That is selfish. Yeah, that is the epitome of selfishness. Most
1: people don't see it that way, though.
0: But they got because
1: in fact, you selfish. I'm being modest and humble <laughs> by saying I don't need all that. I just want to be comfortable. I don't want to be that tight. It ain't that. I just want to. I just want to meet my needs and 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 be over here chilling.
0: Okay, I just listened to you and you said "I" seven times.
1: I know. Yeah. So yeah. In, when people yeah. say that,
0: I'm when people start saying that, I'm listening. <laughs> How many times they are gonna say <laughs> right. "I"? Because at that point, it's all about you. Mm,
1: yeah.
0: It's all about you. Yeah. So whenever you have more than enough, you know what I'm saying. You can be a blessing to somebody else. If you have more than enough finances, you can be a blessed. If you have more than enough, if you have, you know, you just got one house, all you can take care of is your family. What if you got three houses and you find out somebody you close to is homeless now? Hey, man, take the keys. You can stay in my other spot. Hold it down. Get back on your feet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What if you got more than one vehicle?
1: You got got businesses. You can get people jobs. Absolutely. You can can set up programs to help people get on their feet and whatnot. You're using what you have to help other people and transform their lives. Absolutely. I say this, man. We serve a perfect God who made a conscious decision to work through imperfect people. Absolutely. When you say it that way, he can use anybody. So you got to be open to him using you, but if you one of the people who need help, mm. you can't help anybody else because you're one of the people who need help. Wow, you know, absolutely. So yeah, I I think I think I I will say this, I'm I'm not against the prosperity like the the and you talk you you did a great job of it in the book. We shouldn't be seeking prosperity. You should be seeking. You got to get his book because he talks about the kingdom and how to seek it. Yes. This is a plug for the book. Yes. Seek the kingdom. Prosperity is in the kingdom.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: So it's, it's, I'm not seeking weight loss. I'm seeking fitness. Absolutely. Right. We we can understand that. I'm trying to be fit. I'm eating right. I'm doing, I need to eat right because I can get the most out of my workout and I can feel good when I seek the fitness. The weight loss and all that stuff. It's coming. Takes care of itself. I seek the kingdom. Yes. The prosperity, the, the hell, all that stuff takes care of itself. Absolutely.
0: And a typical individual, when you say that, you know, well, what does that mean to seek the kingdom? You know what I'm saying? A kingdom is a government. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when we seek, the scripture says, in Matthew six thirty three: seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And, and all these things, yeah. they will be added. That was on the heels of them saying You know what I'm saying Don't worry about your life right? Don't worry about what you're going to eat Don't worry about what you're going to drink Don't worry about what you wear You know what I'm saying And then it gets to 33 and says But seek first the kingdom of God The government of God God's ways of doing things So we begin to do things according to God's way And the way God's government is set up Whenever we do that In a kingdom There's something called a commonwealth where everybody, the citizens, they benefit from the wealth of the king. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So whenever I do things according to God's ways and God's, his his laws, his statutes, commandments, things of that nature. When I do things in that manner, I get the opportunity to benefit from the commonwealth of the kingdom. You see what I'm saying? And so this is why we have to be in alignment in that regard you know what i'm saying uh you know we've tried to beat people in the head about living right like live right so you don't go to hell right live right so that you you don't make god upset right no 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 no, no no we live right because this is what we do in our culture in our kingdom you see what i'm saying and 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 because i'm living according to the culture in the kingdom i get the opportunity to experience the benefits of the kingdom
1: so I didn't think I was gonna ask you this. So we're not living right to stay out of hell.
0: No. No. No.
1: But if I've been taught fire and brimstone, and I'm and I I slip up one day and do something I shouldn't do, or I said something I shouldn't say, or you know I had a moment of weakness with this with this female or whatever. Right. Oh my God! It's over for me. No. And I used to I
0: used to think that way because that's how I got beat up on man. I yeah. man, I can remember when I was in college, man. I slipped up. I was with this little female. I love this man. story.
1: I love this story. You gotta tell. You gotta tell this story. This, I love this story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I slipped up with the little female, man. You know, I, I. You know, I'm fresh in the kingdom, man. You know, I'm saved, saved. You know what I'm saying? And man, I can remember I slipped up, man. This this female, man, she. She got me, man. And I can remember I, after we got finished, man, I went in the bathroom and I was on the floor crying like, crying, like, like I just got a whipping. You know what I'm saying She come knock on the door You okay in there Oh God Please forgive me God You know In my head I'm like God About to just come down Out of the sky And just knock a patch Out of my head Right <laughs> You know what I'm saying I'm like man Dude when I get up and, and go outside I just had in my head Like this big old thing Of fire Was just about to Waiting Or
1: had your name on it Yeah <laughs> man Yeah
0: man Because I mean Because that Again that's how I got Beat up man Like, like yeah. you, you got you can't do this you can't do that you and if you do this you're going to hell And you know what i'm saying yeah and so i i i, I remember that i felt that you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah and so you know man once i got a relationship with god man and god just begin to love on me man and just show me how much he loved me and 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 begin to just you know what i'm saying even in the midst like if i'm missed it and I did something I should man and and I get into my prayer closet and man and God just I get quiet before the Lord and the Lord just loving on me man just loving yeah. on me and I'm like okay so I I shouldn't be scared of God no more yeah. you know what I'm saying like right. And just that's just in relationship man But you know again people that don't Have that relationship with God and they Don't study the word all they know is What they've always been told they look at him Like he's a judge yeah you know and And that uh, that come from during slavery You know what I'm saying you know And and so energy is never Destroyed it's just simply transferred So you know during slavery You know whenever this um, Evangelistic movement Came about in the colonies you know that's when they were teaching about this angry god who was bringing fire and brimstone to judge sinful man and those in the colonies were getting this message and they were getting beat up by this message and energy is never destroyed it's just transferred yeah they took that energy and they transferred that onto the slaves mm. and when the slaves took on that energy they begin to push that onto each other whenever they got in their religious gatherings and so as time passed on that same negative energy was being transferred so you got people standing in the pulpit they've they, they you know mentally they are distraught because they know they got all kind of stuff going on in their personal life and they transferring that energy on to the people yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're going to hell. Clean up your life. Or you're going to hell. God is gonna strike you down. You know what I'm saying? And then the parents, they sitting in there like, and that and then they transferring that energy onto their children. Yeah. You're going to hell if you don't get that sin out of your life. You're going to hell. You know what I'm saying? So it just it's a continual cycle. And that just continued on like that, man. But God is sitting up there like oh my god with my, <laughs> with my children man they, they they don't realize that hell was created for satan and his demons you know what i'm saying yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and 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 is and, and god said it's, it's not my will that it's my will that none should perish yeah but come into the reality of the truth you know
1: so in closing man i wanted to circle back around i didn't forget about this because i i think we talked about it earlier we 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 kind of jumped to somewhere else but what 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 do you say to people who have been taught that when bad things happen that god is somehow responsible oh, man. what 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 is the what is the what is the important thing you want that because because again you have a lot of people who hear that and they'll they'll nurse it but they'll still be they'll still be in church you know mm-hmm. they're religious but then you got some people who are logical thinkers. They like, yo, God did what to my grandma? Mm-hmm. Did y'all hear that? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm cool with that dude. Yeah. I don't know if I want to have nothing to do with him. He 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 did what? Grandma went to church every every right. Sunday. Right. Why did he have to do that to her? All the people he could have done that to, why her? You know, you got people who are dealing. Like, why are all these bad things happening to me? Or why God, where were you when this happened? Where were you when COVID hit such and such? Where were you when we lost our our job? Where were you, you know what I mean? Like we we think it's automatic. What would you tell that person?
0: I I, I want to, I have to communicate this to people who come into that belief. Uh, Right now, I'm in a a Facebook group um, where uh, it's filled with atheists and they make fun of believers and they posted a very insensitive meme um you know I'm I'm gonna say this and this this could be triggering for some people but just know that my heart is pure with what I'm about to share um they posted a meme of a kid uh being uh molested by an adult and the caption said If God is all-knowing and God is real and he knows everything, he watched this happen to children and he doesn't do anything about it. Mm. Bro, it was so many people that was triggered in that group with seeing that meme because this is a very common thing that happened to a lot of children. You see what I'm saying? And, And it happens more often to boys than it happens to girls. Yeah. And so I simply came into the group and i communicated this i said listen god have put man in charge of this earth and told man to manage this earth told man to have dominion and authority in this earth so if anything happens in this earth is because man caused it yeah and if anything is going to be stopped in this earth it's going to have to be because man stopped it and and that's just how it is. God gave this earth to us and told it. So when bad things happen, people have this idea that God is in heaven with like strings on his hand, like a puppet. And he's like, OK, I'm going to make this happen and then I'm going to make this happen and then I'm going to make this happen and I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to cause this traumatic thing to happen to people. And then I'm going to fix this. No, 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 no. It, it doesn't work that way. You know what I'm saying Bad things happen in the earth Because we have an adversary That don't like man That's jealous of man
1: Rarely ever gets talked about though And
0: he comes to steal To kill and destroy But we have been given Dominion and authority Over this individual People think that the devil Is God's rival No 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 no. right The devil ain't no match for God The scripture says that He's been placed under our feet Right and so but because We don't know that we have authority Over Satan like we Have in our mind that you know okay Bad things are happening right now okay Okay I'm gonna say my prayers okay God fix this make this stop Make this happen Uh, Oh yeah in Jesus name amen Okay and then They got in their mind That God just gonna wave his magic wand and everything is going to be okay. That's not how it is. Yeah. You know, you know you have real issues that are happening in the earth and and happening to people, right? In which people have not been taught or told that they have dominion in the earth. That was the first thing God gave to man in Genesis chapter 1. Yeah. Dominion in the earth. You know what i'm saying but we lost that dominion when adam fell but jesus came and brought it back to us right so we have a responsibility right so the things that we have issues with the things that we see problems We have a responsibility To be the change that we want to see To deal with those things I had an issue with what was going on In the school system I felt like you know why ain't no You know it's a very unfortunate thing That they don't have a lot of men in the schools It's a very unfortunate thing That black boys are experiencing Miseducation It's a very unfortunate thing That a lot of our black boys are diagnosed With these different things And they placed in special ed And they got in their idea that something is wrong with them when in all actuality nothing is wrong with them they just learn differently you see what i'm saying but because of this label that's been placed on them they feel like something is wrong with them and they you get what i'm saying i seen that and that was an issue and i'm like man god what what, what i'm gonna do about this you know somebody got to do something about this and then i came to the realization that i'm somebody Uh. So that's when I said, okay, I'm going to do something about this. I got involved in the school system. I started working on a volunteer basis. I started doing the things that, you know what I'm saying, speaking into these kids' lives that are dealing with these issues. That, you see what I'm saying? Like, we have to make that decision. You, you feel me? And so with, when, when tragedy strikes, a death of a loved one, right, we've been conditioned to believe, well, you know the Lord, you know the Lord called them home you know the lord giveth and the lord taketh away hold on do some study man why did job say that job said that god didn't say that job said that right. you see what i'm saying and right. if you pay attention to everything that happened you know what i'm saying you know some fire came down and some sabians came and did some stuff that god ain't do none of that yeah all that stuff that happened to Job, god didn't do that yeah but Job didn't know And Job said the Lord gives the Lord take it away So we come to funerals and we say Well the Lord took my dear You know what I'm saying And people are like Man why God had to take my dear My dear was a good woman You know she prayed and she was good You see what I'm saying right. But but in all, the, in all actuality My dear probably went to the Lord and said Lord I'm ready to go and be with you You see what I'm saying right. You know tragedy strike You know somebody young you know well, why lord why the lord had to let that happen to to such and such why god had to take such and such god didn't take such and such little homie took such and such yeah
1: don't place that on god as a comedian um right now um he lost his son out in the uh la area mm. um lost his son in a car wreck and it was believed that it was drag racing you know wow. and, but people will say the lord called such no. and such home no that's human error human error people being reckless that's people doing da 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 again people absolutely people and 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 i think the reality of the matter is i always felt like this was an area that we don't have to have the answer in right it's okay we don't know why because we're not obligated to know Right. You know, there's some secret things that belong belong to to the the Lord Lord, and it's between them and the people involved. Absolutely. Depart. We're not, we're not privy to that information. Mm. And so it's okay to not know why a person died or know why this happened. That's okay. But because we always got to have an answer we just defaulted to God. Yep. God it has, did there's it. There's a whole bunch of, of scripture that says otherwise. Absolutely.
0: But if I don't <laughs> know the scriptures. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like yeah. I talk about in the book how I experienced a situation where, you know, when I first got married to my wife, I heard a voice. I was in my bathroom. I heard a voice said, your wife can't have children. And I'm like, whoa, that didn't come from God. You know, Uh, uh-uh. mm, that didn't come from God. Because the scripture says otherwise. And I and I was just like put it in in the back of my head. I just ignored it. And then my wife got pregnant. And I'm so excited and I'm like, oh my God, my wife is pregnant. You know what I'm saying? And you know, and she lost the baby. Wrecked my world. Mm. Wrecked my world. But because I had information in the midst of my anger and my hurt and my pain i begin to speak the word (laughs) because whatever's on the inside of you when pressure is applied that's gonna come out so i begin to speak the word ah Satan I resist you The scripture says that if we submit to God And resist the devil we will flee I resist you I will not accept you In the name of Jesus G- I will not accept this loss in the name of Jesus I am restored in the name of I'm talking about I just begin to speak the word Right there with tears coming down my eyes I begin to speak the word And I can remember the pain that I had In that truck that I was sitting in The peace of God came in And sat on my chest uh. In the midst of that Right and God restored us. You know what I'm saying? I, You know, I got my oldest son. You know what I'm saying? Then after that, my wife got pregnant again. Oh, snap. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? About to have my second child. Yeah, let's go. Boom. We lost that child. I said, hmm. I got a little experience on this. <laughs> let's go back to the drawing board. I did the same thing. You know what I'm saying? I, began to, I, I came against it I, because the scripture says, submit to God resist the devil so if I submit to God I submit to his word and what his word said so I'm submitting to what the words say and I'm resisting the devil you know what I'm saying I've experienced yeah. loss put a
1: pen right there is it is it before you finish this is it erroneous to assume that just because you you are a believer that bad things won't happen to you
0: that's very that's that's very erroneous bro okay because he, the bible doesn't does no the bible
1: teaches that because you're a believer you won't have adversity or challenges or situations
0: no the scripture says that you shall have tribulation in the world you shall have tribulation but then he said but be of good cheer for i've overcome the world
1: okay back to you 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 you, you. <laughs> that was a commercial
0: no okay. doubt no doubt and that was a good one that was a good yeah. one but in the midst of that man you know what i'm saying i you know, experiencing stuff like that. And then, you know, I'm, I'm from the Gulf Coast. You know what I'm saying? Mississippi Gulf Coast area, New Orleans. My family is in that whole area, right? And so, I can remember when Hurricane Katrina hit. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm here in Birmingham. I'm looking on the news. What the heck is going on? Yeah. And I have absolutely no connection with my family. Their cell phones are down.
1: Mm.
0: So, I'm looking at what I'm seeing on TV. And I don't know where my folks at, what they got going on. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I can remember pacing the floor. I was at the barbershop looking at the TV, pacing the floor, went home. I'm talking about like I literally was about to lose it. And I can remember going, sitting in my truck, and I began to speak over myself you know what I'm saying Lord I thank you for your peace I thank you for your joy I thank you that the peace of God Rules in my heart and in my mind I would not accept this in my in my head And in my mind You know what I'm saying I begin to do that And the peace of God came in You know what I'm saying And so it's just On a consistent basis I've gone through very tragic experiences You know what I'm saying So with the experiences With each time my wife lost a child We turned around and got restored With another one Yeah you see what I'm saying and, and, But in the midst of that loss That was painful That was traumatic Absolutely, That hurt Mentally and emotionally I was distraught But I begin to submit to God Submit to his word And resist The devil You know the scripture says Submit to God Resist the devil And he'll flee We have a responsibility To submit to God We have a responsibility To resist the devil Then he'll flee but in times when we're going through what we're going through, we don't want to submit to God. And we definitely not resisting the devil because in all actuality, we don't believe that we can. And we don't believe that, you know, this is just happening to me because God trying to teach me something. Right. This is just happening to me because God is trying to get me somewhere. No. Right. No. Right. You that that's not it but you know i make it very clear man in this book man i deal with all of these different issues man and 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 i appreciate you uh having me on man to talk about
1: this man t- t- tell the people how they can get this book because again there's so much more in this book absolutely we di- we only talked about what Five chapters of like what? Twenty-five man. 25? man. <laughs> I'm talking about. It's a I'm... lot of good stuff in here. Like how to how to find your purpose.
0: Yes, man. A
1: whole lot. It's how to how to forgive, how to walk in love with people. Yes. It's like this is something for people. Some for everybody in here. And again, this is this is not a religious guy. Okay. <laughs> this is this is a down to earth dude who. Uh just just has a relationship and has given principles. Absolutely. This book is a book of principles. So how can I get this book, bro? Tell me Man, how can you get it.
0: People can go on Amazon. You just you can just Google L P like Paul. L-P-L-I-K-E-P-A-U-L and you'll see it. You know what I'm saying? You can go on Amazon and just go in the search bar and just put L P like Paul in there and the book is gonna come up. Um, man, I'm I'm telling you, you gotta get this. This book is absolutely amazing. Um, again, and this is just part one where I'm talking about the Bible. Part two, I'm talking about the church.
1: Mm. Okay. Ah, all right. Well in part two, get real. To be continued, Dan. (laughs) To be continued, because I know you got some stories and whatnot to talk about in that. Listen, bro, I want to thank you so much for coming on, chopping it up with us. And just kind of dispelling some things that that's kind of prevalent in our community. Yeah. Um, a lot of us got, a lot of us are not in church for a lot of reasons. And I think this book kind of touches on a lot of those things at the very least, man, I hope people can hear it and be like, yeah, that is my experience because a lot of times it's the elephant in the room that we don't talk about. Right. So I want to appreciate you for, for definitely coming on, man. You got anything else you want to pub, man? I just want to pub,
0: you know, uh, the fact that I'm grateful for being on the tipping point, okay. you know what I'm saying. I mean, I, I watch and, and listen on a consistent basis. Y'all are doing some absolutely amazing things with this podcast, and um, I wish y'all much success and and continued success, man. Because y'all are doing y'all doing an excellent job, man. I, 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 I it, really man. enjoy. It. I really enjoy it,
1: man. Appreciate that, brother. Yeah. Appreciate that. Well, y'all, we 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 thank you again, man. Listen, y'all, thanks for tuning in. To the latest and greatest episode please do a quick do us a quick favor if you haven't already we want you guys to follow us on whatever streaming platform that you're streaming this from um if you're on apple guys please follow us there because apple uh makes you have to follow them now um and other like i don't know what spotify does but we're everywhere where you're streaming p- uh, podcast just follow us there so once we upload a new episode you will get it and guys you can find us on social media at the tipping point that's t-h-a tipping point one word did you want to put up some of your socials
0: uh, yeah you can hit me up on facebook instagram tiktok and uh uh, uh, uh snapchat lp like paul that's l-p-l-i-k-e-p-a-u-l uh you can go to my website uh lp like paul.com and you also can go to my other website with uh diplomats and uh, where you can get some of the information on as far as what i do uh with working with the youth and young adults in the school system so
1: dope 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 well we really have had church today so we might as well hit them with the uh the benediction uh <laughs> may the lord watch between me and thee while we're absent one from another go in peace have a safe and productive week be safe out there guys yeah yeah and as always (laughs) i'm caesar walker gatry is in spirit but is here we love you gatry and we are the tipping point podcast thanks again for listening (laughs) y'all Thank you.